0: I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice.
1: Do your own research.
0: Consult a professional investment advisor before making any investment decisions.
1: This show is for entertainment only. Faites vos propres recherches. Here we are. In another episode. At, at a Simple, simple Success, success podcast. podcast. And this is Financial Life Coaching. From a happiness perspective. Good happiness. Yeah. Before we start on today's topic, let's remind our audience of last week's topic. Yeah. Last week, we talked about how to become a millionaire wisely. Sounds like something I'd listen to again, and you should also listen to it again. Yes, Mr. Building Inspector. What about this week? How should we? Nous de construire une maison. Ou de acheter une maison. I'm sorry. Could you do another take of that in English? I just picked up something about house. Oh, Thomas. I said today we are talking about building versus buying a house. Interesting. You've never called me Thomas before. That's because I've never felt the need to. Today's different. I feel like this is one of the topics that deserve the use of formal names among our design choices. So... Which one is the best route to go? Why don't we go through the options for our dream house, and then you can make your judgment based on evidence. Well, I know for a fact that buying a house gives you stability. Yeah, building a house does that as well. Both have advantages, and both have some not so good things. Well, let's start with buying a house. Start, really? Like with the framing process? No, not there. Although we will be talking about framing things in the future. Yes, from a psychological perspective. And some of those advantages may overlap with building a house. For example, having control of your space because you own it, whether you buy it or build it. That means I can have whatever party I want in my space and no one can diss that thing. True, it's decency to mind your neighbors, DT, but that's not our topic here today. Okay, okay, focus, DT. What's another advantage? Oftentimes, homeowners have longer time stability, whether they decide to buy their home or build it. What does that mean? If you own a house, you are four times less likely to move in any given year compared to a renter. Duh! Why would you want to move when you already own the house? My point exactly. A study by the U.S. Census shows that nearly 5% of homeowners moved in the last few years compared with almost 20% of renters, four times as many. So homeowners still move from one house to another, yes? Mm, It's possible in different scenarios. Maybe they work in a different state or decide to rent out their property or for some other reason. Or maybe they're empty nesters. Yeah, that's another valid reason. There's lots of valid reasons. Another advantage is the freedom to make renovations or changes to your house at any time. As opposed to when it's not your home, can you change that patio that you hate? Only if I'm ready for a fight with the owner. Exactly. Even though you might not have one, it could happen, and that takes me back to stability. If you don't like something in a house that's not yours, the easier option is mostly to move to a better house. What about peace of mind? I'd like to hear about that. Uh, Of course, owning a house gives you peace of mind you rest assured that you'll leave your kids or family a debt-free house should anything happen to you. That's if you have completed your mortgage in the case of buying a house. No. Sometimes the mortgage insurance covers the payments. If you die in the course of your mortgage, you still leave your family a debt-free home. And if you can do it without mortgage insurance, then that's an important factor of life insurance. Okay, okay, we're not dying anytime soon. No, no one ever plans on that. Well, some people do, but we grow instead. That's why we have this podcast, for example. Now, I want you to know what advantages I have as a home buyer over a builder. For one, you're not starting from scratch. It might be cheaper to buy a ready-made house. If you are looking at landscaping, a house that's already built has mature landscaping, which can be expensive. It might also have an old out-of-code electrical panel. It might if it's that old. And so we focus on doing the smart work and not the hard work like we've talked about before. Yeah, smart work versus hard work. Sounds like a great idea, which we've talked about, as you said. If you are looking at it from that angle, construction projects take time and stress. Some people opt for a stress-free transaction. And this
0: would be a mortgage, I presume?
1: Yeah, either a mortgage or a cash transaction if you have that much money, which is also possible. Those are a lot different. They are, and we do that, so we're sensitive to different people's, different listeners' goals. What about the location of the house, the neighborhood, and such stuff? There is another good point. Most ready-made houses of average cost are near civilization. You know, the likes of social amenities, neighbors, schools, utilities. Ah, saved you a lot of hassle trying to figure these things out. Yes, DT, sometimes building in an affordable place means that you have to pioneer a lot in the area. Which is hard work. That makes my head spin just thinking of it. Oh, me and DT. Sometimes you give me the impression that you hate too much work out of laziness. I am not lazy, me no I just love living la vida loca. I mean, the soft life. Okay, but to have a soft life, you need to put in some work first. Nothing comes to anybody on a silver platter. We're talking about houses here. Let's stick to our topic, shall we? Okay, if you want to move in quickly, your best bet would be a ready-made house. Buying would be your go-to option there. Should we go view some open houses to look at our options? Maybe. First, what's your aim, DT? Are you serious about buying a house or you just want the free snacks that are offered at some open houses. Really, John? It's been a long time since i poked fun at you and got to with that one. I need a break from you. Perfect timing. Perfect timing for what? Break number one. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast, financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us, please subscribe to us in your favorite podcast player. You can find us on both the App Store and the Play Store because our message is for everyone. Leave a rating for us or even better, tell a friend. Whichever you choose, thank you so much for helping us do this for you to leave us a written message, which just might lead to more in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes to find our subreddits. There is also our Facebook group page, Twitter, and other ways which we'll tell you about from time to time. You can also find an Easter egg every so often, so listen closely. Thank you again, and keep those constructive ideas coming. Welcome back. Before the break, we talked about the advantages of buying a house. What about the disadvantages of building a house? Well, there are several. That's why you need to be well-informed before making your decision. What are you waiting for? Hit me with the reality. I can handle it. Searching for the house you love can be time-consuming and stressful. Buyers have to grapple with high prices, bidding competition, and Perhaps several rejections. Oh, that's so stressful. So, the real estate market favors the highest bidder? Sometimes, yeah, especially in highly sought neighborhoods. Another thing is having to make do with the initial builder's style. With fewer choices, you sometimes have to compromise on your design decisions. I still can live with a little compromise. That saves me the stress of following up with delayed contractors. That's... Why you get to make an informed decision. Should I continue with the downsides of buying a house? Yes, please do. Okay. Older homes might be less energy efficient and you might end up not saving much when it comes to your energy consumption. Oh yeah, there's that. But you can modernize the energy supply and reduce the carbon footprint, right? Yes, you can, DT. There's also some possibility that an old home may contain some health hazards that might be unknown to the owner. For example, older homes were being painted with lead paint, which is no longer in use because of its health hazard, especially to kids. Oh, I didn't know that. Who could we talk to who has personal experience in buying a house, doing these kind of things? Well, I might be biased, but I think we call on today's guest, Mr. Alundus Havens. He could tell us his story, if you don't mind. Sure, why not? Hello, Alundus. Glad to have you here with us today. John,
0: it's an honor talking with you. How are you doing today, my friend?
1: I am doing very, very well. I would like to hear from your perspective on how mindset ties into success in whatever your goal might be.
0: Oh, that's a that's a really good question. For me, you know, I take the personal approach because I explained, you know, where I come from and how mindset triggered me to either take my life in one direction or in the complete opposite. For me, it was in that negative mindset. You know, it was I'm always smiling, people like me. Um, my problem was, and I always stuck to this truly, was I'm an extrovertedly introvert what does that mean? Well, in front <laughs> okay. of people, I can talk to everybody, but I really don't click with people. And that's what it was. You know, it was me not being able to express myself and be myself because it was having a small con uh, talk with everybody, but it really was just not jamming with them on that personal level. And uh, again, you know, one of the reoccurring things when I was assessing people and whether it's professional athletes, whether it's entrepreneurs, whether it's people in my life, it was your mindset dictates a hundred percent of where your direction is going, that trajectory and kind of where you're at in life. So, yeah, you know, I'm being intentional with what I'm doing. I'm a father now, I'm a husband. I watch my daughter while I run my business and podcast. So I got to be able to be flexible. The me being, you know, OCD and flipping the freak out when things don't go according to plan. Like, yeah, things never go according to plan anymore. I mean, you uh, had to reschedule one day because my daughter wasn't feeling well. So, it, right.
1: how, how do you think that affects people's attitude toward being successful?
0: You start thinking I can't do things. I I can't do this and. I have that option to determine, hey, it's either going to be a terrible day because of this. I didn't get the routine or I adjust and have a different routine that I can set for that morning to be able to carry out what I need for the day and be present, you know, in life and in business. So it was the little things that really made me appreciate life and that. And I'd say, you know, that's where that self-actualization comes in. And at the same time, like from those things that were terrible, like they didn't kill you. You're still here. So good thing is you are.
1: Given a particular coaching client of yours, how Would you have them incorporate gratitude, for example? You mentioned that a couple of times. How would you have them incorporate gratitude into
0: their goal? I talked to another entrepreneur. He thought he was better than everyone because he's at that point in his business, but his podcast is failing and he couldn't put the work in his podcast. So. I was telling him, hey, man, like, you got to be able to take the little things first. Like, first, be grateful of the experience and asking them questions. You can tell, you know, that they're probably one way. They think one way versus another person who's like, oh, yeah, let's collaborate. There's probably something you're doing well or, hey, John, you know, you're doing good video edits that are amazing. You know, how can I be able to better mine to be good? And you can collaborate with people within your field. So uh, I use that example just to kind of show the gratitude factor. You may bring something to the table Mm -hmm. like
1: that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you're collaborating together and you've mentioned a lot about teamwork and that I think is hugely important. I can think of numerous examples where I would suggest to somebody that, hey, there's six things that all need to be done and I'm really good at two of them. And I think if we got this person and that person and this other person and we all came together, we could form a team that would knock the ball out of the park for you. Napoleon Hill talks about when he talks about gratitudes. He says it's giving thanks for what you already have, and he makes that that equation. And I think that's pretty that's pretty significant.
0: I love that as well. Um, I feel like it's kind of like the manifestation part. <laughs> Definitely Napoleon Hill. You know, that's where I took off with the manifestation. I was like, you i know, say so that's the difference, you know, between partnerships and mm-hmm. just working with clients. Mm-hmm. sometimes is we'll provide the service, but it can go further than that. hundred percent.
1: And as always for the listeners, if they want to get more of this expertise, they're can just look in some show notes. Now, Alundis would do you want to add anything to
0: that? Yeah, if they, if they want to be able to find me uh, to learn a little bit more, you just go to Alundas underscore Havens social media and then the winnersparadigm.com. The WinnersParadigm podcast is where you can find me. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, John. It was an honor, brother.
1: Thank you, Alundas, for letting us into your world. Hey, DT, what did you think of that story? Wow. My take home point from his experience is having a positive mindset no matter what. Yeah, that's a very important point in life, even when things don't turn out as planned. I'm having a hard time internalizing how to be grateful. When I find out there's something wrong with the home I bought with my hard-earned money. Mindsets do take time to change. Maybe you need to practice that by rereading Think and Grow Rich. Notice I said re-reading. But first, break number two. We know a lot about you already because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to our podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing is... I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app, and from whatever place you like. And don't just try and subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno. Also remember, this is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. Coaching Happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. Can I simple that? Por supuesto. Of course. Just simple it. Please make sure your seat belts are fastened and your tray tables are in their upright position. And make sure simple is a verb like Google is a verb. Okay, tell me how I get both options tied in with investing. You know me. Everything has to add to the bottom line of this floor plan. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. The good news is I am your go-to guy when it comes to all things investing. I'm listening. As a homeowner, you already have an asset that appreciates in value. You can choose to rent it out and make some income. Great, I'm loving the options so far. And when you have a mortgage, you are sure of predictable monthly payments as opposed to renting where the rent will increase. Oh yeah, I like the stability of owning a house. With that stability, you can plan your finances To accommodate more investment which you will enjoy in the future what about tax benefits now oh there are some tax benefits enjoyed by homeowners property taxes and accounting costs are tax deductible since you are already paying your mortgage interest good to know it is and you can use your savings from the taxes to increase your investment portfolio it just requires some financial discipline we are working on that soon we will be certified in financial discipline. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Did you know that buying a home improves your credit score? No way, how does it improve my credit score? Consistent mortgage payments show that you are a responsible borrower. Also, credit bureaus pay more attention to mortgage payment history than other account transactions. How will this help me with investing? You can get access to credit and use it for investments. You could even qualify for a home equity loan with your constant mortgage payments. And can I get these benefits if I choose to build a house? Possibly. Either way, you'll be a homeowner. The only difference is that with building a house, credit on the land might be more costly than an already built house. Really? Why would you get credit on land when you haven't finished building? Good question. You can get a mortgage to help you build your house, but you generally can't get a mortgage on land where there's no building yet, where it's all speculative. The bank gives you a loan to finance the building and you make monthly repayments on the building. Oh, that's just a mortgage. Yes, but still your house becomes your security. Oh, I hadn't thought of it all that deeply yet. You still need to take multiple loans to realize your dream of building a home. Yes, maybe. You may need a loan to buy the land and another loan to do the construction. But you can decide to work at your pace instead of rushing and stressing yourself. How do I achieve that? It's simple, just like all of our simple solutions. That depends on many factors, like your age and how long you have worked. Building a house takes time. Yes, and you should also be careful to not be motivated by fear of poverty in your wealth building. That includes owning property, but But Even non-homeowners invest in stocks, mutual funds, and other investments. True, DT, and having multiple investment streams is what it's all about. How so? Like a builder, having multiple building projects going on, having multiple investment streams frees up your thinking to allow yourself to do better. The Harvard University Joint Center for Housing Studies carried out a study that showed homeowners acquiring 46 times as much net worth as people who rent houses. What does that mean in simple terms? Where a renter might be likely to make $1,000 from some activity, a homeowner in the same sitch can make 46,000. That's huge, why the difference? It points to the internal attitude of the person. I must own a house soon. Yeah, you go DT, that's the spirit to have. Are we still going for the open houses? You mean the free stacks? Sure. But first, where are you on the re-read of Think and Grow Rich? I am listening to the audio recordings you've made. Harasho. They will transform your mindset. My mindset has already been renewed by listening to you every week. Good for you, D.D. And I hope you spread those positive vibes wherever you go. Oh, I do. I always know a person by the people they call friends. Look at you. You're my friend. Oh, thank you. I'm flattered. I didn't know you valued my friendship that much. You are welcome. De Darien. Let's keep the grind. And practice until we get even better. Yeah, and persist. No matter what, no matter what. Yeah, and keep repeating the process. Which is how you've all gotten good. Gracias por escutcheur. Salut, à la prochaine. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake
0: the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, Alter Ego, Doubting Thomas, Fact Checker, A Small Brown Beef Animal, Seriously, Tiny. Facts are important but are also easy. Social Manager, Abraham Lincoln, Media Expert, Augustus Caesar, Psychologist, William James, Sound Designer, Adobe's Creative Suite, Spanish Consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy. French Consultant, Leah, The Do Your Own Research Lady, Videographer, Eto Monkoshki, Audio Props, Les Paul, Inspiration, Many Podcasts and Other Sources, and of course, Napoleon Hill.
1: We also have websites, and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message, but of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to get the links and stuff. And all those clickable links are in the show notes. And before we forget, the artificial intelligence or AI voices that you hear in our work are offered up by Google, Amazon Polly, and OpenAI like we say in the show notes. They don't sponsor us yet but we love what they do and we just love what AI can do when lovingly crafted. Finally, you can find us on protmatch.com, matchmaker.fm podbooker and podcast guests where we consider guests and consider guesting on other people's shows and really finally the music for our pods comes from cute by ben sound and from piano background by nick simon adams as well as from ai musenet the sound effect credits go to jackson academy ashmore Canucci G, dr jekyll joe Payne, everything sounds mk play more stories erh sand emotions big pickle 51 and just Kidding. Yes, that's his or her name. All on freesound.org. Also, languages are the bomb.
0: Paul.